Hi friends, thank you for joining me for today's Talk For Your Walk with Bridget Lynch. I'm just so glad to be here and as you can tell, I am in my car right now and I just felt like I was prompted to jump on here and start the next podcast. I will be probably back, yes, I will be back by the time you hear my next recording. I will be celebrating my mama's 6060th birthday. I am so excited, you guys. I love my mama a lot. She's one of my favorite people, and she's one of my biggest cheerleaders, and so, aside from my husband, and aside from God, God, my husband, my mom. My mom was my first cheerleader, though, so it's kind of hard to put your husband before your mom. (laughs) Anyway, hang tight, and I will be right back. I'm so glad you're here. So, friends, I just want to let you know that, one... The rest of this recording may be from the beach. I don't know. I'm going up to the panhandle, and I'm super excited to be soaking in the the salty air, and I don't care so much about the sun anymore. I mean, does anybody like a golden tan? Yeah, sure, I like a golden tan, but, you know, it's not good for my skin. So (laughs) I may or may not soak up the sun, Um, so we'll see about that. Anyway, so I have just been learning so many things even over the last 24 to 48 hours, okay? And God, I just I just love how God works in us and through us. And you guys, I'm going to tell you, you know, there are times when I actually talk to someone instead of praying, taking it, instead of talking to God first is what I'm trying to say. So instead of taking it to God and praying about it, I take it to someone else. And then God's like, well, why didn't you bring it to me first? Yeah, well, because I'm silly. And I'm your daughter that's stubborn and needs to learn how to come to you first and not try to do things in my own power. Because how many of you know that doing things in our own power does not work, right? Um, Yeah, don't raise your hand if you're driving, but how many of you can attest to that? Right. And so it just baffles me, you know, that God just works in the ways that he does, and I have gotten some scripture read to me in the last um, couple of days, and some stories told that are like, whew, Lord, and he refines us with fire like um, a goldsmith does with gold, right, and so when a goldsmith works on and heats gold, it takes out the impurities whenever you heat it and you heat it a certain temperature and then scrape off the top and then you heat it a certain temperature and you scrape off the top and you heat it and you heat it and you heat it and it's the heat and scrape and heat and scrape and it's this refining process and I you know what I actually want to look it up and see how long and how many times it typically takes to refine gold because it just I mean over your lifetime, how many times can you say that you have been rubbed the wrong way and scratched the wrong way and heated up and pressed and, right? Like, there's so many things that affect us, and it it just, Lord, thank you for refining us, Jesus, because we need it. We need to be disciplined. We need the refining process. Because we are fleshly and we do things that are silly 
and we say things that are silly, and, you know, I love who I am working under right now, absolutely adore, and I knew that something was going on in my spirit because I was getting offended, and I was like, whoa, 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 and I talked to one of my girlfriends, and I was like, I don't get offended. They're like, no, you'd be the last person I would think would get offended. I'm like, so then I know something is going on because I'm getting offended, easily offended. And so here's the thing. If you recognize that something is not operating the way it typically does, like if you are normally a happy-go-lucky, joyful, content, person, which I typically am, and then all of a sudden, well, and typically it's not all of a sudden, that's a whole other scenario right there, but you feel like it then resonates in your body that you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, something is wrong, something is going on here, this is not me, I don't act like this, I don't do this, I don't whatever it is. Okay? I don't say that. I don't do that. I don't act that way. If it is different from the character of who you normally are, then you should recognize that something is going on. And I'm speaking to myself, you guys, because the last, even last week, there were some things going on, and I was like, whoa, 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 what? And I was struggling, and there was strife, and there was friction. And there was stuff going on, and I'm like, what the, right? And I wonder why my four-year-old or three-year-old used to go, what the? So I'm just saying that if you realize that you're not who you typically are, and now, mind you, let's just side note for a minute, or rabbit hole or squirrel, whatever you call it, but understand that, you want to be refined and you want to be changed because we do our best until we can do better. That is an indication of a excellent lifestyle. But so you don't want to be the same. You want God to consistently be making you new and be a new creation, right? When you come to Christ, you're, new, you're immediately made a new creation. But there's a refining and sanctifying process that needs to happen to make you better than you were yesterday better than you were a year ago, better than you were 10 years ago, right? Like there's a continual process. And if you're not in a place where you are continually learning and you're continually making yourself better, then ask yourself why. Why are you okay with being the same and not being better for Christ and bringing more people into the kingdom? Like are you comfortable and so you're like, nope, it's just me and my five friends. I mean, maybe it's three friends. It's just me and my three friends, and I'm good. I don't, I'm, I don't need anything else, and I'm happy going to work, and I'm happy, um, you know, coming home and petting my cat. And like, are you really okay with all that? Are you really okay with that being your great commission, as it says in Matthew 28, 18 through 20? I don't think so. So if you're a follower of Christ and you think that your Great Commission is just these mediocre, no, no, 
No. That is not what we're called to. Now, mind you, I have a friend that's a hairstylist, and she's fantastic, and I love that she tells me that she talks about Jesus with people in her chair, and she tells them where she goes to church, and she invites them to things, and you know, all. The, and she's getting more plugged into the church, and I'm like, fantastic. Like, you've got them captive there for two, at least two hours. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Guys, yes, that's how long it takes, at least. And so you've got someone captive in your chair. Let's make sure we're speaking life to them, right? And I love that. I'm like, good for you, girlfriend. I'm happy that you are shining that light. But and stay-at-home mom, man, you got the hardest job ever, being at home with your babies and loving on them and making sure you're raising them for to be the, all that God created them to be and you're teaching them about Jesus and teaching them numbers and colors and how to form sentences, and, I mean, that's a job, y'all. That That is hard work, and that's the greatest, hardest, most blessed job you can ever have, stay-at-home moms. Or if you're a stay-at-home dad, good for you, too. You're doing the hard work, too. And so I just would challenge you to question where you're at right now in your life because I do it. I, chal- I challenge myself and question myself, is this what – is this all that God's called me to? And the answer is going to typically be no. <laughs> because we have not come into the fullness of who we are in Christ until we get to heaven, you guys. We are not going to be complete and whole as Christ made, as God made us in Christ until we get to heaven. That should That should settle in your heart like, well, man... Am I doing all that God asked me to do? Am I doing what he has designed me to do? That's not to put pressure on you. That's not to make you feel bad if you're not doing what you think you should be doing. But it it does set you up to challenge you. I want you to be challenged in this life. I don't want you to be comfortable. God doesn't want you to be comfortable. It says in John 16:33 that in this life you will have trials. Not if, not when, but you will. So make sure, and that's maybe my paraphrase. There's different versions, so maybe I hit one of them. But John 16.33 says that in this life you will have trials. But to take heart, because Jesus has overcome. He has the victory, you guys. He defeated all that you will ever face on the cross. He took upon guilt and shame and sin of the whole world, past, present, and future. But you okay just going to work and going back home and petting your cat? I don't think so. I know. And if you love going home and petting your cat, like I'm okay with that. But just be in a place where you are constantly learning. Um you're going to get people in your life, too. And I know this lesson, but, man, when it comes up again, I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing there, Jesus. Because I had a conversation that this person is my trout. I'm like, I think I know where she's going with this. <laughs> but the trout concept is that you can have a trout in a in a school of salmon. I think that's the same area. I think that's the same fish area. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a 
fish person. So anyway, I like to go fishing. I've fished a lot in my life, but I don't know fish stuff. So anyway, a trout swims upstream and rubs against everybody because he's going the wrong direction. So if you have a person in your life that's a trout that's rubbing you the wrong way because he's going, he or she's going in the wrong direction, in your opinion, because they may be going in the right direction according to God, but you might be going the other direction and you're making a, they're making you mad because you think you're supposed to be going in this direction. And it's not about direction altogether, by the way, because this has to do with your character as well. If you're in a refining period, as I am right now, then God's going to reveal and show things to you through someone else sometimes. And this person has strengths and things that she has in her life that I desire, that I want in my life. I want solitude and personal time with my family, with myself, with God. I, I want I I want to sit on a porch swing, which I don't have right now, but I can just sit, you know, on my back patio or whatever. My husband just did three redid my back patio. And so mine, I say my back patio. Our back patio. <laughs> I probably use it the most. That's why I said mine. Anyway, I just I just love that God shows us things when he does. And it's been hard, you guys. I have shed some tears this last week. But then I had a revelation. Don't give up before the revelation. And don't give up before you see fruition. Because it's in the hard stuff that you learn the most and then get to the other side where you see the revelation. Woo! That's good stuff. And that's not for me, y'all. So don't quit before the revelation. Because had that happened, where would we be these days, right? So anyway, I'm not finished. This is going to be a, probably a longer one. And I'll be back soon in another time, another location. <laughs> but I am home now, so I'm going to get off here. Talk to you soon. Hi, friends. I'm back days later than I expected to be. I apologize for not releasing on Sunday. It's been a little crazy. Like, and if you've listened to my show any amount of time, you're like, yeah, Bridget, that's your life. We know. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, man, it's just, there are some things that I get to learn that I'm so grateful I get to. And that I get to call people that are just such good friends that they talk to me and they're like, hey, you're freaking killing it at this life game. So give yourself some grace. And I'm like, oh, that's so hard, you guys. I am a 150 mile an hour person. And so it makes me laugh when my kid's 150 miles an hour and my youngest one especially. And I'm like, why are you so crazy? Okay, well, <laughs> it's because you're so crazy. Um, and crazy in a good way, okay? Like, we're not talking about clinical or anything. But anyway, um, so... I just some more lessons for me. Just so many lessons. So many lessons in the past week, two, three, 15 years. Um, <laughs> I 
had a hard weekend as far as a mom parenting goes and I just shed some tears a few minutes ago and was encouraged and you know blessed by my good friend that's like a big sister to me and just grateful for her and I told you I don't name drop so but I will tell you her name because she has an amazing company she's in Asheville North Carolina so I will tell you that you need to follow find and follow Urban Gray's company if you are not on Instagram I'm no sure I'm not sure what planet you're living on so go on Instagram follow Urban Gray's company April Rose is amazing she's inspiring she's beautiful she's just an incredible friend and like I said she's like a sister to me so be inspired because she does amazing things I don't know how she does all that she does but she does and then she says that about me so it's like well we're both killing it aren't we cool but give ourselves some grace and I love that she's in the season that she's in because then she can speak into my life and be like hey don't be so hard on yourself and I love that so I'm grateful for that and I am grateful for just my job right now you guys I am grateful I literally just came from one location and I'm getting ready to drive to another one to it's one of our partners that we partner with at my church and I get to just bless them and it's exciting that I get to give some books to them and my boss is like hey let's just give them some books I'm like that's awesome and so I get to do that and that's what I'm on my way doing um, so back to the parenting thing. You guys, I yelled a lot at my kids this weekend. And not like, ah, screaming, but like the parenting mom yell. I don't know how to describe it other than yelling. It sounds really bad, but I raised my voice quite a few times at them. And not, I'm not a yelling mom. Like, I don't, I don't do that. And so I was like, what is going on? Why am I doing that? And so I thought about it, and it's because, yeah, my friend is right. I am not giving grace even to my children, and I'm a gracious person. God has graced me so much. Why would I not give it back to other people? And so for me not to be gracious to people, I'm not sure why that happens sometimes. I guess it's just a fleshly thing. That's all I can... Uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Relate it to at the moment. It's just it's just a fleshly thing. I am not honoring someone in a way that I would want to be honored. And so I'm raising my voice at my kids. I guess that's just how I would describe it at the moment. But I, I found myself like, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't push your brother. And it's all valid. I'm not saying that I'm just yelling for yelling sakes. I'm, I'm raising my voice because it legitimately, like, I had to yell at Jace because he was running around and acting like a four-year-old, and we're in a, you know, we're in a, we're in a different area. We went away for my mom's birthday. We're at a condo, an Airbnb. It was really nice. We're really grateful, very blessed to be able to do it. My husband works hard so that we can do things like this. I... It, it just, and I, I'm not a worried person. I'm not a nervous person. I just want to make sure that I'm being respectful of the place where we're at, that I'm watching my children. They're not running out in the street. And this is a busy condo area. So I'm constantly grabbing Jace's hand 
and keeping him from twirling around in, you know, like a four-year-old twirls into the traffic. So, you know, um, pretty safe though, honestly. There was a nice walking path uh, away from the street, which was nice, but still a little unnerving being in a new place, you know. Jace freaks out when there's sand and this or that, but then he likes to roll around in the sand, and so that's funny. And then my 13-year-old thinks that it's funny to shove his brother in the sand, and so then I have to yell at him for that. And, you know, just there's just a number of things, <laughs> you guys. So just pray for me, okay? I've got a 13-year-old, almost a 5-year-old. Those are some interesting ages, and the age difference, not a problem to me, but the age difference does come into play a lot with what I'm dealing with as far as their developmental stages, and so that's always fun. And then I'm just grateful for a lot of, th I have to, I have to get into the habit again, and not like a ritualistic habit because then those become you know something that they're not supposed to like for example I'm gonna squirrel here a moment but I was just having the conversation that we have to be careful not to get into habits or rituals that are supposed to be godly that then turn into oh my gosh we haven't read the Bible tonight right like you see how that can be like okay no that's not fun nobody wants to learn from the Bible when it's like we have to read the Bible like, right, stone fist? No, nobody wants to learn from that. So therefore, we have to be really careful to not make it, again, ritualistic, but to make it a good biblical habit. A guy just rode by on a motorcycle with a panda bear covering over his helmet. It's very interesting. So, I'm driving safely. I'm on my Bluetooth. That's why I sound like this car recording number five. Okay. I'm rambling a little bit, you guys. I feel like I gotta give you a lot of material here. I've been really slacking and, which I'm not a slack. I was just told that, you're not a slack. I'm like, yeah, you gotta slack off and give yourself some grace, but you're not a slack. Okay. <laughs> Seems like an oxymoron to me. So anyway, I am sorry that I have not been consistent because I love doing this. I love doing this podcast. I know that I was called to do it and that God has given me the ability to do it. So forgive me when I slack in a sense that I am not delivering my episodes on time or when I have said that I was going to. So I'm going to be better because I'm always striving to be better, right? So I'll be better, I promise. And it is a promise I'm going to keep. And then... So the parenting thing happened. I'm so grateful I got to go and celebrate my mom's 60th birthday with her. She, my mom's incredible, you guys. I love her. She is a phenomenal person. She loves with her whole heart. That's why I'm such a lover and a hugger and God made me that way, but also because my mom loves and hugs really well. And so got to celebrate her. There were some challenges with that that I don't really care to talk about. Not as far as being with my mom. My mom and I have a really great relationship. But the things surrounding it and the planning that happened and that was a little frustrating. Because honestly, my mom looked at me and she's like, we could have just gone to St. Pete, which is closer. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I know. Love ya. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. I don't care to talk about it. I just talk about it to everybody else. So anyway, I know I'm leaving you hanging. I'm sorry. It's just not going to get talked about today. It's just not, or maybe in the future at all. So here we are. And I'm trying to think, there was something else that I wanted to talk to you about, and I forgot, and so I apologize because, again, I'm doing a car recording, and I don't have my notes in front of me, but my pastor just spoke on becoming adults. He actually called it adulting, and, um, you know, that's a term that we use in our culture, and it is hard to adult sometimes, but we have to pick up our boots pull up our bootstraps and become adults you guys like we have to not be offended or selfish or compromise or you know all the things like Jesus did not call us to a life that's compromising to a life that's depressing to a life that's anxious ridden anxiety ridden he didn't call us to that I love that 1 Peter 5, 7 says to cast our cares on him because he cares for us. Not some of your cares, not the cares that you think you should cast over, all of them. Cast your cares on him. He doesn't say cast some of your cares, cast this care, cast that care. He says cast your cares, period. And I encourage you to do that, to cast your cares. I know I have to, friends. I definitely have to. I'm trying to be better about where I was a year or so ago. I was in the word more. I was praying more. I was, and I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm just saying that, well, and maybe it became ritualistic and that's why I had to change it a smidge. But I just, and I'm in a different season and you know, so don't, again, there's that grace thing, right? Gotta give myself some grace. So, Oh, I went the wrong way. Anyway, I um, I just know that we have to be gracious and kind to ourselves. And then we can offer it to others. And we have to build ourselves up. We have to fill ourselves up. And not ourselves. Like, we don't do it ourselves. The Holy Spirit does it for us. Because if He doesn't, then we're no good to anybody. Honestly. We, we can't... We can't help other people if we are not getting filled up ourselves. And I feel, not that I feel like I'm running on empty, but I know you can relate when I say that I feel like I am, but I'm not. But then again, I am. You know, like it's that revolving circle of, okay, Lord, I thought I was doing good and then this happened. And so we don't live circumstantial either, right? However, there are circumstances or things that happen and it's like, whoa, wait a second. What just happened? And why am I having to deal with that, right? So I, there are things that happen and there are things that are going to happen that we have to choose. Are we going to allow it to happen to us or are we going to choose to handle it in an adult manner? Because we can think what we want, feel how we want, do what we want, but we are accountable for the decisions that we make. That's how my pastor would say it. Something to that nature is related to his previous message from Sunday. And so, long story short, because this has been a long podcast, 
But I thank you for listening. And if my rambling helped you, share it with someone else. (laughs) I'm going to close off here today, guys. I pray that God will bless you, surround you, pour his favor upon you. I pray that he will keep you from evil, temptation, and harm. We're living in some dark, crazy days. So make sure you're praying for your protection and your peace. Especially if you have children. Pray for them as well. And I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me for today's Talk for Your Walk. Car recording five. Thank you for being here. I am just grateful that you take your time to listen and I hope that this has encouraged you and helped you to see God more clearly, even through my trials and circumstances and teachings. I pray that this has helped you. Share it with a friend, let them know and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And again, I promise I will be more on time. I'm gonna release this one today and then the next one will be on Sunday. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to talking with you again. Bye-bye.